0: what's up confluencers man welcome back to another exciting episode how in the world are you you know i only got one thing to say dear 2020 i thought i made myself and my vision very clear because none of this was on my vision board hey we are just all in here rolling with the punches because we can't do nothing until we can't do nothing. I hope you are staying safe and out of harm's way. I took two weeks off for a hiatus. And the Mother's Day edition was real cute. Thank you to all of the ladies that participated in that episode. Sometimes you need to unplug and recharge. And emotionally, I'm healing spiritually i'm building and physically i am really child i'm trying to get this belly under control okay i started off real good until i had that rig i was riding my bike every day seven miles and bam i'm in physical rehab but all is well in my world and i hope it's well in yours the world is starting to open back up at 50 percent, and i hate it i'm gonna be real honest with you I mean, shoot me, okay, for saying that. But the peace that we often forfeit is gone. Fights are happening in retail stores over last season shit. And day parties are starting to happen. They are in full swing and people ain't wearing masks. That means that people are on the street trying to make it happen. And y'all... Listen, the other day I was at a store and a lady came up on me like the new thing is turn around and look at a person crazy like, hey, you better bag, 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 bag. What? Give me six feet. Back and back, honey. And I just looked and she like, oh, my bad. You know, like this is a new way of life and we are all adjusting to the norm. But more importantly, um, the month of May has been riddled with A lot of killings, especially within my culture, the African-American culture. And it just got me asking what's going on. Mother, mother, mother. There's too many of you crying. Brother, brother, brother. There's too many of you dying. You know we got to find a way to bring some understanding here today. Man, because only love can conquer hate. Rest well, George Floyd. And may your death be not in vain. People are marching. People are protesting because we need change. So, I pray that you are in the Heavenly Father's arms and that you can breathe. Yeah. Tensions are high at home and in the land. And I'm going to say it again. And I said it before when COVID first came on the scene. The Bible tells us if the people who are called by my name will under themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin and heal the land. Let's start seeking them, y'all. We need it. The month of May. In the merry month of May. May is considered to be a mental health awareness month. And we are encouraged to break the stigma with mental health issues and disorders. That's why I had to call on the specialists. That knows how to deal with them firsthand. She is a confluencer. She is my friend and a friend to the show. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up, Miss Latrice Wynn, LPC. Whoop, 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 whoop. yes can you hear me i can hear you can you hear me now yes we're here we are here thank you for joining us on confluence the lifestyle where confidence meets influence i am so happy to have you back on yet again thank you for having me Listen, we was having connection. Connection is key. The plug, the connect is key. Okay? That's right. You ain't connected. You ain't got no power. <laughs> that That's is the seven ways of a lamp, a person. You got you to have go. a connection and we got that thing worked out. Praise ye the Lord. <laughs> Tell everybody who you are and your business
1: okay my name is Latrice Wynn and I am a licensed professional counselor I have a practice that I am now owning which is Wynn and Associates
0: Counseling LLC alright Wynn and Associates Counseling LLC come on with them <laughs> initials behind that name <laughs> So what
1: is your specialty? Well, I kind of see everybody, but um, I have a specialty in some um, different. One being trauma therapy, which is uh, cognitive processing therapy. I've also have a specialty in cognitive behavior therapy as well. Um, I deal with a lot of um, very seriously mentally ill patients um, currently Um that have a uh, early psychosis, but I have specialty in a lot of different things, but you know, everyday life um, challenges. Um, I actually uh, work with people on as well, like anxiety, depression, kind of the things that kind of happen to people, grief, things like that.
0: Grief. Did I tell you that I'm grieving? <laughs> But I know the world is grieving as well with this onset of a pandemic, a global pandemic. It's not a Houston thing. It's not an isolated thing like Harvey. You know, people felt sorry for Houston. You know, we Houston strong. But now it's like we Houston strong. We Dallas strong. We we are so, again, we're connected. You know, you went somewhere in Europe, came back and affected a whole household, which has now affected a school, which uh, that kid went home and affected a, you know, like it is a major ooh breakdown in our world right now. And I thought, let me bring somebody on that is licensed that A, knows their shit. They're not just up here talking all willy-nilly. See, that's my problem right now with a lot of that's going on. A lot of the information is hopes or what somebody heard. I'm tired of what somebody said. I want somebody to tell us what we need to know because they have done the practice. They have got the certificates. They got the receipts to bring it up, baby. Yes,
1: yes.
0: I was like, I need to bring somebody that's on here that can back it up because right now people are sad. You know, Mm -hmm. um, students are sad. This is Mm -hmm. graduation season. This season is usually filled with patios, you know, um, celebrations, baby Mm -hmm. showers. You know, people are having to, you know, resort to different avenues to celebrate because it just looks differently but before we get in there and start talking about the pandemic and you know because may is what
1: uh mental health awareness month yes it is
0: yeah may is mental health awareness month but before we start getting into that i want to talk about a black woman doing her thing in houston with her practice her private practice on top of that so i want to give you a shout out and say, you know, congratulations, Tracy. <laughs> I
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, because <laughs> it ain't no easy task to start a business.
1: No, that's no, that's the truth. Yes, it <laughs> is. It, <laughs> so you have let's talk really about that right.
0: for a moment. Let's yes. talk about it.
1: Yes. Okay. So, um, starting it was the probably the scariest thing I ever done in my life. But you know what? When you're purposed to do something, you know, um, and I'm a believer, God won't let you sleep on it. So I feel like I was kind of pushed into that direction. I've always been one that everybody can pretty much, you know, feel comfortable talking to um, before I even was licensed. So I feel like this is kind of what I'm purposed to do. So just um, starting the business was pretty scary. But once I jumped in you know, just let faith take over um it's been um basically a not a, I wouldn't say a smooth ride, but a very rewarding um, thing that I've done. I feel like um I've um, been able to do different conferences, podcasts just as if you invited me on as well um, different um, conferences that I've done. Um, it's just open up a lot of opportunity to um do do the thing that I love to do. And that's basically talk about mental health and helping people. So I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to be on here again with you and um talk about things that I um I really enjoy talking about. So I appreciate you as well. Okay.
0: You know, I mean we went to grad school together, so you know I, I try I, I try to keep my friends um very close to my my table you know because when i eat i want us all to eat and if, you know sometimes it's just take that little push or you know you put me on or i didn't forget about you so i remember us being in school getting these degrees you know and i just never forgot about you and when i built this platform one of the uh, ladies that came on said it's a playground and i like that because i'm I, i'm not serious when people come on here and try to sound elegant, like listen, I, I life is too short. If you're gonna take this realness and this rawness, or you're not gonna take me at all, and so I like to create this because people listen to this podcast, you know, in their cars or while they're working out or while they're cleaning up their home. So I really try to connect. It's, you know, I like them be very conversational. That's who I am. I'm a conversationalist. So you know, when I created this play, uh, this playground to connect a community of women by using I gift skills and talents is because I want somebody to say, Oh, if she can do it, man, I know that she can push me and to excel me to that next level too. So she shared her story. And so it's all about lifting as we climb. Absolutely. And that's just what I am.
1: Absolutely. And that's what it's about. Mentoring. Um, definitely, um, you know, um, Sharing information, you know, to help the next person, so that's what I'm about, you know, helping the next person. So, you know, skills that I've learned, um, information that I've gathered, any way I can share, I will for sure.
0: So, what are some steps that you did to start your private practice? Well, because you said LLC, so even tell me LLC stands for it's it's uh, Basically,
1: I'm holding uh, a licensure um, to have a business um, that basically protects me um, as a corporation, as opposed to me having a business just with my name on it. And it's basically a liable is it stands for limited liability company, which is basically structured on, with the U.S. government. So. Of it structured under my business. Now, how I even thought about even starting or wanting to have my business or even desiring to have a business, I w- was under some very good, strong leaders. I did my internships under some great um, therapists that ran their business pretty efficiently. And I like that flexibility of meeting clients, you know, with your convenient schedules. And I like the way that they assisted people. So that's kind of how I started even getting it in my mind that I that was something that I really wanted to pursue. And then from there, you know, along the way, meeting great people within the field, you know, that have um, either done it before or were just starting or, you know, getting, you know, with and connecting with the right people. That's how I got started. And having okay. great mentors.
0: So it was something that God put in you. You had great mentors and you are easy to talk to. And so you just put all of what God gave you, your innate ability and having great women behind you to push you to the next level.
1: Yes. Great women and men, actually. Because I was under a, wow. a, a good leader as well. Um, his, his name is Dr. Jefferson. And he was a uh, well-known therapist around Houston. And he uh, ran his business very efficiently. And I, I liked the way he ran his business. And I learned a lot from him. As well as uh, Ms. Sewell's, um Shirley Sewells. She was uh, my intern supervisor when I was getting my um, master's. So I continued with her when I um, pursued getting my license. So she was a great leader as well, and I learned so much from them. And they had been in the business over twenty some years. So I got it from them, and then on the, along the way, connecting with different people, going to different conferences, um, having speaking engagements at different places, just connecting with the right people, you know. And when you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, you know that you get connected with the right people along the way.
0: Okay. So what is some advice that you would give a confluencer that's listening about starting an entrepreneurial journey? First, um, I would
1: say that you want to be passionate about whatever you decide to do. So if you decide to do a business, you have to be passionate about it. It can't be, Oh, I want to have a business because sis next door got a business no we, we got to make sure that it is within your means and your purpose to do that's the first thing second thing is mm-hmm. get connected with the right people and being that you know if you if you have or able to have a mentor you know then you want to talk with your mentor about it but if you don't even have a mentor and you you know you know are introduced to someone that is doing the same thing that you want to do. Whether if that's counseling, you know, whatever field you're in, that you, you know, if you are aware of someone that is doing that, you may want to talk to them about how they started and what they did to get started. Um, I feel like that's kind of the kind of the basis of you know how to get started. And I think that you know before even pursuing your license. If that's you know because you know you have, have people who you know have degrees and may not work within their field within their degree but you know you want to be passionate about whatever you decide to do
0: okay okay now because I want to get the business part out the way for the women that are listening that you know want to pursue their entrepreneur spirit have ideas. Sometimes people just sit on it, but they are too afraid to take the chance. And so that's one reason why I bring women on here with businesses to share how they took the chance, why they took the chance, when they took the chance. It's really no a specific game plan. You just got to work at it. Like you say, be passionate about it and just hit it. You know, before it's, it's like if you don't use it, you'll lose it. You know what I mean? Like that's like the brain or your, or your muscles. If you don't use this great idea that God gave you, you'll look up and somebody else to have it. Like right. if you don't use it, you will definitely use it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people make profits. People go in wanting to make a profit like within the first year, but you know, that's not why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta be quite honest with you. Like I, I don't, I've not profited yet. Mm-hmm. You know, hence why I still have a full-time job as an educator. You know, a, I need insurance. I'm, I'm getting old. I ain't no spring chicken, baby. <laughs> so I need that insurance when they copay. I just need to pay that copay. Not that whatever mm-hmm. back pay. Mm-hmm. I need that copay.
1: Right.
0: And you know, but, I have not made a profit. I do what I do because I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. sometimes I get a check. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I get, ooh, last summer, girl. I Listen, that was one of the best speaking engagements that I ever did. Like, I walked up. I had a nice hotel. They had paid for the food. I was like, golly, mm-hmm. this is living. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, I thought, okay, yeah, this was enough. And then at the end of the uh they gave me a check. I was like, this right here was all right with me, but I don't expect much because when God gives it to you, right? You, you know, it, it's a story, it's a story in the Bible where he gives a it's a parable, it's a good parable. The Bible has the best parables, yeah. You know, and it's not really talking about those people, it's to put yourself in my mind. Now, I ain't no preacher. I ain't no certified preacher, and I ain't went to seminary school. But I think the parables are set forth for us to live our life in a better way, to use that as an example. So put yourself in the story. But I'm one of those people that he gave five talents to. Absolutely. He gave one man one, he gave one man two, gave one man five. I'm the one that he gave five talents Mm -hmm. to. I'm going to turn my five into ten. Right. So when people are like, oh, uh, Jack Altrace, I, Jack up, Jack Brown, Jack <laughs> Up. I don't care. Baby. Because when I get to heaven, I need him to say, baby, you did that thing, Charlie. Nash. Or Charlie Marco. You know, I just think that's what I need him to do. So right. for me, yes, I write, I speak. I can dance, I can sing, I can decorate your home, I can make you look like a million dollars out of roast. It don't, I I, listen, thank you, Lord, for my talent, right? So, I guess why I I want to come here so women can have that opportunity to listen to somebody else. Because sometimes you know, people could be in your circle, Tracy, Mm -hmm. and they they see you doing it, but they won't ask you, Mm -hmm. oh no. They'll go to somebody else. Like, okay. Well, as long as that somebody else is available that will lead you on the right path. And that's what this, you know, that's what this podcast is about to help somebody. That's right. That, you know, on the right path to get somebody on the right path. Somebody is on the edge saying, Do I turn around or do I just go and take that leap? And like I said, think deep before you leap. I want you to think deep. Think about it, all of it. But if it don't come with a profit, Will you still love it? Right.
1: And the, another and thing, answers, yeah. mm-hmm. and another thing too, is having the right motive. That's why I said right. in the beginning, like, make sure you're passionate about it. But your motive got to be right, too. You know, because if you're in it for the wrong motive, like you just explained, it, it's not going to ever work out. So you need to have the right motive. Of What is the reason why you want to do whatever it is you're trying to do?
0: Mm, have the right motive, y'all. Had the right motive. Think about it. Think deep, long and hard about it, you know? And then don't try to be after somebody else's gift. You know, I read a meme that said, sis, you ain't excelling because you looking at her paper and you got a different test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because your motive is different. You looking because she, it look like she winning. No, you don't know what she doing. Mm-hmm. You don't know that she uh, up trying to struggle to get people on the podcast. Oh, you just see this on Apple iTunes. But baby, take a lie on his back end mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> woo honey 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 alright so let's get back into mental health awareness something that you know I take very seriously um again we was in the same graduate program um and it's running rampant it is running rampant especially right now um Because jobs are gone or people are not going into a building. And what I told my co-worker the other day, whether we know this or not, for some people, they need interaction. They need to be in a building. They need to see people. It breaks the monotony from home, right? Because sometimes home ain't home for some people. That's another thing that we take for granted. We think everybody's home life is great life. No. Some people's home is not peaceful. So buildings, in my case, a schoolhouse offered peace. It offered comfort. It offered air conditioning. It offered food. It offered, if you were Miss Jones' class, hugs, love circles is what I call them when you get that hug with that circle on the back. You know, so because love circles, right. it covers a multitude of things. And that's what I call it in my classroom, love circles. You know, so mental illness is high and may is mental illness awareness month and so i just wanted to talk about that for a minute you are you with it? yes yes so what is the clinical definition of mental illness
1: okay mental illness will be defined as something that is happening to you that is a disturbance and it disables you From whatever your norm is, which is normal, is a cycle on a washing machine. So based off of what your norm is for your life. So if it disables you from your daily functions, then that is a mental illness.
0: So define some mental illnesses like, okay, you know, Um, I see. Bipolar depression on TV. I, right, to be on every day I said, baby, he, they talking to somebody. They talking to right. somebody. But can you just list a few, you right. know, mental illnesses that affect us?
1: So some different um diagnoses um, are schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder.
0: Real which exist mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> just the name of few and the main just the name of few mm-hmm. the main thing would be that if you have a mental health issue it normally disables you from your normal of what you know you do every day So that's kind of a way that you can figure if you have, you know, a major issue going on, if it's disabling you from your normal routines.
0: Mm. So can mental illness, I mean, I know the answers, but we just helping somebody else. Mm -hmm. Can mental illness be temporary or is it something that's permanent? It just depends. Um, It can be both, you know.
1: It just p- depends on your situation. I'm gonna give you an example. Grief, grief can be temporary, right? It with with it happening, it's major, right? But over time, as you work mm-hmm. through your grief, then it's not as intense, right? Well, mm-hmm. so for the pandemic, it has affected everybody around the world, and mm-hmm. and you know somebody may be having depression, some baby maybe experiencing anxiety. Some people may be experiencing grief and not just grief just of a loved one. It could be grief of being able to go do things that they normally would do for self-care or for their normal routine, such as going to get a haircut at the barbershop, going to get your nails done. Baby, going to get this.
0: I'm looking homemade, (laughs) Tracy. Okay.
1: Woo! Get your hair done.
0: Okay. You
1: know, going to... A nice restaurant and sitting and eating and not having to worry about if I'm gonna catch the corona you know they could be grieving from that you know some people may be experiencing being very worried or anxious because we don't know you know from one second to the next you go to the grocery store you being as careful as possible you find out someone has corona there you know, after the fact, and then you have to be tested. I mean, a lot of people are experiencing high stress because you just don't know. But the main thing about going through this pandemic is people got to, to realize that we have to do what we have our have control over, right? And we don't have control over much, but we have to realize what what we have control over is the only thing that we need to be worrying about right so if that is just wearing a mask wearing gloves limiting where we go that's the only part that we have control over we don't have control over the next person or what they do we have control over who we let in our house who we you know are around you know you can't get overwhelmed by too much because then you'll send yourself into a whole anxiety attack so we just have to be careful and not and and do and as closest to routine as possible that we can. You know, you losing a job, you could be grieving over that. You know, it's a that's a lot of possibilities of things that could go on for for everybody around the world experiencing. So we just have to know that you're not alone, and we have to do things that can bring us normalcy and we can't worry about things we have no
0: control over. That's good. Okay. So, what should I do if I'm experiencing some type of anxiety or some type of, you know, depressive? I was going to say some people are manic, but I don't want to get into manic (laughs) um, conversation. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about like if I'm feeling some kind of way due to the pandemic or my the the state of affairs of our world.
1: Okay, well, let me start here. You know, we can cut the TV off. How about we don't watch the TV all day, every day? You know, maybe we can watch it for maybe a limit in our time of what we watch the news. Maybe that could help. Maybe we could um, talk about how we feel. Maybe we can journal about it. And if we feel like none of those things may be helping, we we can ground ourselves as far as, you know, taking like um, five things in our room and just focusing on those five things, you know, to kind of ground ourselves to kind of calm down. We can do deep breathing exercises, you know, counting from one to 10, taking deep breaths. That could be another one. But if you feel like it's just out of control, then you need to seek professional help. Now we have, um, like myself and a lot of my colleagues, we are doing um, virtual um, sessions where we, or video sessions with, you know, confidential um, websites that we could, you know, have our meetings that way. Or, or some providers are still meeting their clients, but, you know, practicing social distancing and wearing masks to be careful. So you want to reach out to those that are, you know, are professional if you feel like you can't do it on your own. We can Mm. also reach out to loved ones as well that may be within, you know, the state or maybe without this, you know, within the state, we can um, get on the internet to connect with different friends as well. So there are multiple things we can do, you know, but we have to make sure we are um, not... Dwelling on what is happening. Yes, it's happening, but it doesn't need to be your main focus. This is a part of something that's happening within the world, but doesn't have to be your whole entire world right now, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna add your sleeping habits. Okay. Like some people are like binge watching to 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, but make sure that you get some eight hours of sleep. Like don't binge watch binge watch to 5 a.m. and then you're up and trying to be at it at 11 a.m. Like you didn't get enough rest to let your your mind, your body as well as your mind need to rest at such a time as this, because a Rest aids in helping fight off the coronavirus, Absolutely. you know, like rest it helps the immune system. Right. And so one thing about it, I think that you're right. I turned off my TV uh, at the beginning. I was like, oh, my God. And then I saw a study yesterday that said now talking spreads can potentially spread the virus because some people spit when they talk or you know uh, particles come out of our mouth without us knowing right. you know what I mean and so I'm like Lord now we can't talk <laughs> now we can't breathe yes. now we can't touch. like you know and so you really do have to turn off what you bring into your mind because yes. if not it will be a slippery slope right mm-hmm. it can take you down
1: Thanks. Yes. and also you know with you saying that you want to also make sure we you're eating well, you know, not not overeating, mm-hmm. you know, and that was one of my problems, keeping myself out the kitchen because, you know, we want to gain the 15 pounds with this Corona. But, you know, you have to eat well as well. You know, you can't be eating or binging on junk food and expecting to fight off anything. You know, you have to eat well as far as healthy you know, to keep your immune system going as well. And then I want to make an example because um, I don't think people think about it like this. You know, we we are quick to go to the doctor for, you know, any issue. And not necessarily, I want to say just females or, or males, but just in general, if we're sick, we go to the doctor, right? And we may, they may mm. prescribe us a, a, a pill or something, uh, you know, to help us feel better. Or if our car breaks down or something, we go to the mechanic and they may, Diagnose our car with whatever, and we'll go get that fixed, you know, or whatever. Or if we hurt a limb or something, we may have to go to, um, um, you know, to get uh, therapy for our knee or whatever element we may have, right? But we don't think about our mind being the strongest muscle we have in our body. That why why don't we do maintenance on that? I don't think people think about it in that way that it be be, it being the strongest muscle in her body that we don't take care of that but we can take Mm. care of taking our
0: part everything else yep
1: everything else
0: because sometimes you need help with processing your thoughts yeah for sure because I'm an overanalyzer like, oh, mm-hmm. I should probably been an attorney or something, how I overanalyze. <laughs> I'ma look at all the facts, but you sure? You you positive. You sure? Cause see, I thought about this. And then I thought about, but you know, like you really do need when you talk that thing out, it it mm-hmm. can make sense and it'll help you filter out like you were being irrational. But that's that's mm-hmm. you know, I think that's why it's so important for us to celebrate therapists, potentially, you know. Now, I think that coronavirus has helped a lot of professions that people have pushed off to the side, i.e. therapy, i.e. teacher, i.e. nurses, you know, the first responders, people, oh, okay, oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. now you see, actually, we helped make the Who's world
1: go <laughs> We see who was essential. You, did
0: you see it? <laughs> That's for sure. Did, did you see it? You know, like right now, entrepreneurs that that we are we're struggling and we're not struggling. You know, I mean, thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, for two professions. Like, like I said, that five talent. But I think mm-hmm. that now people are starting to see. No, I need. Like, listen. No, we our marriage has been. I'm telling you, this has brought the, to the forefront some things that people have hidden behind. So now you can't hide behind your house. Your marriage is really right. fractured. So now let's get some counseling. And because you can't go nowhere, brother. Let's get right. it all down. Right. We got a Zoom right. meeting at five o'clock, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, or those uh those issues that mamas have pinpointed on other people. Now you starting to see, listen, my child, yeah. Let me get my baby some help. You know, mm-hmm. or things that you've dealt with and you put it off on work you know you're so successful at the job but you can't succeed at home now you can actually talk to a counselor about it or a therapist about it and get the opportunity to really work that thing through so when we come out of this people are shining if you utilize this opportunity wisely right you're absolutely right And I'm glad you said that you opened up your mind for virtual therapy.
1: Yeah. Yep. A lot of people are, you know, at first it was kind of a fad, you know, that people are like, oh, well, you know, I ain't crazy or whatever. And you ain't got to be crazy to to see no therapist either. I just want to make sure I say that too. You're not crazy. People go through things. People need help processing, like you mentioned. And you don't have to have a serious mental illness for you to get help. You know, you just may need, you know, some guidance. If even that's if that's about your career. But I think you you're right when you say a lot of people have um now seen who the essential workers are. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it's it is very important that people not take that for granted because again, it you're right, it makes the world go wrong.
0: Yes, it definitely. Round. I I swear by. You know, it's, it's like I, I swear by a good therapy session. I swear by a good, um, bear my soul because you know, I, I and, and and it's not because I got a degree in it, but when you do a lot, you wear a lot, you try to exceed everybody's expectations, including yours, right? Because we put expectations mm-hmm. on our own self, right? Right, sometimes right. that can be a downward spiral right because mm-hmm. you're not meeting yep. it or you're not uh, reaching a goal or the the plan that you set forth when you did your business plan it bounced back or this deal fell through yeah you need to talk to somebody about what you are internally feeling because sometimes when I tell my boyfriend he might get it he might not sometimes I t- get it she might not you know my family tells me to sit down a lot you need to sit down you need to stop you need Mm to I will when I'm dead but until then so I can't talk to you about it let me talk to somebody right right
1: and it's for them it's a lot but you know and, and then you know you know what you can handle and you know I hear that a lot from my family too like you do a lot or whatever the case is but it may be a lot for them for their world but it may not be a lot for you and it and you know when you're when you have passion limit and your body tells you when you need to sit down so you know we we definitely need to execute you know wisdom on making sure we are you know uh, having self-care for ourselves you know and taking care you know our our basics you know basic needs for you know our self-care but you know, again, for their world, it may be a lot, but it may not be a lot for the next person. So you have to also realize that too.
0: Okay, so I got a few more questions. Mm-hmm. What are some warning signs for mental illness? Because you know, black people, you know, I, I, I number one, oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, she talking to herself, she crazy. Listen, I talk to myself all the time. And people say, it's, 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 when you answer yourself, you're crazy. No, nah, uh-uh. sometimes I got to have self-talk. That, that, that I got to have some self-talk. Sometimes I have tell myself self. And self sometimes look back and say, huh? And they say, you better get your life in order. You know this ain't right. You know me? But that's just the cliche in our community. But I'm serious when I say, what are some signs that we should be aware of?
1: Okay, so like I said initially, if if it is disabling you from doing your daily routine, and it has to be over time, so we're not talking like one or two days, we're talking like weeks. Um, and we also um, a sign too is um, your sleep pattern changing. Could be kind of a warning sign, or you are more tired than usual, you know. But that could be medical as well, but. Sometimes that happens too, where you, you know, withdraw from doing things you would normally do or, you know, you're not talking not. to the people you normally would talk to. That could be, you know, some signs of maybe slightly depression or you overly worried, you know, all, all the time. That could be, you know, some signs there. But main thing is if if it disables you, that's kind of the main thing. And then, you know, People's if you are having, you know,
0: right? like, you know, like you said, yes. some people say, I didn't get out of bed today, but you got out of bed the, the day before, like maybe you were just tired, but exactly. we're talking about like, right. you cannot like, get out of bed. People have to physically come and see, do wellness right. checks on you to make sure that yeah. you really like it is. Yeah. Like people, we, we right. exaggerate as a culture. Like I couldn't even get out of bed. That's right. how I know the like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're talking about frequency and duration.
1: Right. Also, you know, if you are seeing or hearing things that are not there, that could be, you know, a warning of something going on that is abnormal. Also, um, if if you're having thoughts and harming yourself or anybody else, that could be a clear sign of something going on mentally, you know. But those are kind of some things that you can kind of be aware that could possibly go on, you know, that could may warrant for a mental health issue. But we don't want you self-diagnosing yourself. So I always say, you know, if you're questioning it, you may want to reach out to a professional to be evaluated
0: and to see about yourself. Say that again for the people in the back with the cheap seats (laughs) up in the nosebleed. (laughs) Yes. If you are
1: questioning, if you have a, you know, a mental health issue and you're not sure, we don't want anybody self-diagnosing themselves, So you want to definitely reach out to a mental health professional that can evaluate you properly to see if there is an issue.
0: Yes, do not uh, self-diagnose yourself and definitely don't get on WebMD because baby, I done got on WebMD and then thought. Oh my God! I think I got gas. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. it be like gas, or <laughs> something like that. You are right? Because we just we are so afraid to go into a doctor's office, regardless of what title that he or she may wear. As a culture, we're just culturally, I'm gonna say ingrained to believe that the doctor's office means a bad thing. And sometimes it doesn't. It means like I'm getting recovery. I'm getting the help that I so desperately need. I'm getting what I need in order to be functional in society. Um, do you think people can recover from mental illnesses? I I believe so. You know, I
1: think it's all in your will to want to, you know. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, it it can always go away, but I think that you're managing it is what helps, you know, and how well you manage it has a lot to do with how well you recover and your recovery is. But I wanted to mention something else that I thought about when you just said that, that, you know, we were ingrained, you know, as a culture to think that all the doctor want is your money. <laughs> that could be one of the things I don't want to go to the doctor because all they want to do is get extra money, you know, and that's ne- that's not necessarily the case, but you want to definitely get the help you can because you're paying for your insurance anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, if,
0: When it's needed, you should be able to use it. I have have so many other questions. But, you know, just tell everybody where they can find you just in case they need to come and see you. Because, like I said, I just got a feeling some great things will come out of COVID, you know. And then some things that people needed to get a handle on will come Mm -hmm. out as well. Because there is nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide, baby. You know, like, you know, (laughs) whatever your issue is, it will be magnified during this process. You know, now we're starting to see beauty shops and things starting to be. But people have to deal with themselves for real for two months because Mm -hmm. everything was closed. And you had no choice but to deal with self. You know, like it, in self help, sometimes it ain't pretty. It, it ain't, you know,
1: right. You're absolutely right, and um, and it's and it's nothing wrong with you getting help. You know, nobody has to ever know that you got help, but it's nothing wrong with you getting help, and you don't have to suffer in silence.
0: That's great. Don't suffer in silence. Well, tell everybody where they can find you at. I keep calling you Tracy. Okay. You, Tracy <laughs> me, but, you know, Miss Latrice Wynn. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, if you're located in Houston, I um, have an office located uh, at 3000 Westland Avenue, Suite 274 in Houston, Texas. Um, you can also find me on um, your um social medias on instagram you can find me at win underscore counseling and associates um on instagram and win and associates counseling on facebook
0: and then i got your cell number so i can always connect with you but thank you so much for coming (laughs) all to confluence the lifestyle i appreciate you for
1: you you're welcome. And my phone number too for my office, just in case if somebody wanted to call me or reach out, it is uh 832-551-1792. And my email, just in case if you want to email me, it's uh W Y N N E at WACtherapy.com. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks for having me again. And you guys, um, remember, please don't suffer in
0: silence and get the help you need. Get the help you need. I'm an advocate for therapy. I am a strong advocate. Therapy, you know, can change your perspective. And it gives you a stronger mind because you're right. The mind is a muscle. And, you know, let me just tell you this. The other day I was driving down the street. Um, I kind of feel sorry for homeless people right now because they kind of live off of the life that we don't want. Our waste, our food, our sodas, we leave, you know. And so with downtowns <laughs> being closed and, you know, businesses being closed, the you know, it's like I said, it's hot. And I literally had to stop and say thank you. Um, I was at the light and I just, it was, I looked over and this lady she was having a whole conversation with herself. And I was like, she probably just needs somebody to talk to, but I know that that was you know mental illness as well. But I said, we never know when we're on the other end and we're all one paycheck away from being you know, I, I say that's the, right, you know, the street. You know, um, but we we know where we've been, but we don't know where we're going, and it. She was just having a whole conversation, and I just have to stop and say thank you, Lord, for keeping my mind, because yes, it it, it slips, and when it slips, girl, it's gone. You know, like you you just gotta just say thank you, Lord, for keeping. Just for keeping me, for keeping me right. from my thoughts. From t- man, like, cause sometimes we can self sabotage and bring evil upon ourselves. And like, and then it, it just it it can just change in a moment. And I just literally said, I thank you, Lord, for keeping my mind. You keep me, but most of all, you keep my mind. Cause some days, some days, some days, some days, some days it's it's tough, you know. And it just, it just, ooh, girl. And then honestly, I'm going to be honest, another um, honest moment. I have cleaned out my house from top to bottom, literally from the attic to the kitchen. And I have, I buy things in surplus. It's a, it's a problem. That's probably a mental health issue. They probably need to make a theory for that. When well, you overbuy. <laughs> <laughs> and um I just have just an over excessive, amount of things you can tell by the clothes you can t- you can just always tell and i cleaned out sheets towels t-shirts that we get just uh, just uh and i made like little bags and i actually took them to some of the homeless people on 16 under the bridge and this man he was highly intelligent he was highly intelligent but he lost it for a minute and that's what took him on the street. But he, and, and the thing is, now he's so far gone, he's a part of that life that that's, that's what he rests where he wants to be. But when I tell you highly intelligent, I call him friend. I said, hey, yeah. friend. But it's your mind. And that's why I take care right. of mine.
1: Right. I was just going to say, you just make some great points there of uh, that. A lot of people don't realize that they are one event from losing their mind. And you just made some great points when you just said it is very important for us to take care of it because it only takes one traumatic event for people to lose it. So I can't express enough how important it is for us to really take self-care seriously and for us to really take care of ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally, because we could be just as those people who are homeless or just as those people who are living fabulous lives, but still have mental health issues going on, you know? So it's so important that we don't take for granted, like you just say it, to take care of ourselves.
0: Because mental health doesn't have a price tag on it, it hits the poor and it hits the rich. It, you know what I mean? Like, depressed right. hits everybody. It don't. It don't say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go after you because you the poor one." No, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, the bipolar, man, it's depressive, it's- all of it hits across the spectrum from socioeconomics to class to ethnicities. Right. And here's another thing, I now uh, you probably don't remember learning this in school Tabla Rosa you remember that when we learned I remember, I forgot that teacher mm-hmm. name. when we learned Tabla Rosa I believe that mental health issues some of them stem from heredity I I truly <laughs> believe that I oh, it I, is it's, it's research show that mm-hmm. yeah. research it's, shows
1: that it could be hereditary yeah. that it could be environmental that it could uh, be um uh from uh, an event that happens to you, it could be a lot of things. But yeah, I know you're right. It is. It can stem genetically.
0: Yep. Yeah, because if you are depressed as a mom, like you have no joy, mm-hmm. no, it, it passes in vitro through the room. From your mind, your waves go right to that baby. And you come out with a depressive-ass baby. And you're like, damn, my baby don't smile. Yep. This baby looks so old. This baby looks so... Like you just been here before, cause yeah, he didn't process your damn life, and he ain't been here yet.
1: <laughs> you, know you know what? Listen, it it it, it can happen. You know it, that's not even made up. That really could happen. It, it really can. can.
0: You know, Listen, my grandmother's a descendant of a slave. I know she was. Lord rest her soul. But she used to say, "How you carry that baby is how that baby gonna be," and I promise to God. She ain't no theorist. She has no uh, no degrees behind her. Went to college to get a degree in education, did not come to fruition. But she used to say, "How you carry that baby is how that baby gonna be." And I believe a lot of mental illnesses that people deal with. You know, like when I even counsel moms in classrooms, and I'll say, "Is there a history?" Right? Because I'm I'm just trying to get to some bottom of some things. Is there a history? This child is eight years old. Is there a history? And it it, rest assured, well, it's daddy. Well, my mama. Well, my grandma. They said that. Oh, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Isaac Newton said, what? The apple don't fall far from the what? Tree. There it (laughs) is. (laughs) That's
1: the truth. No, that, that is the truth. That is definitely the truth. And it's unfortunate, you know, and I and that and I think we sh- we could we can as a nation change the narrative of that if we took care of ourselves.
0: And I always come back to it. it. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you, friend. We just started talking and having conversation, but that's it. That's what confluence is. Just light, breezy, airy conversation that can change the mindset. So, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much, Latrice, for coming onto the show and sharing your expertise with the ladies of Confluence. Ladies, please go like, follow, share in the journey. This girl is the bomb. I mean, I know. I studied with her. I'm not just saying that. So, please, go support our sister, Everybody needs therapy. I don't care who you are, because therapy is a part of self love. You got to do the work. You got to do the work. Man, thank you so much, Latrice. Yes. Well, that's it for me this week. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay sanitized. Lift up our black men. Love on your sons. Love on your fathers. Love on your brothers. Life is different. So until then, be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week.